0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Letting Go podcast with your boys, George and Danny. Today, we're going to talk about something that we've uh, kind of been getting into lately, and that is the discussion of NPC versus main character. Recently, George uh, was visiting me in Florida while I was down there, and we got into a pretty heavy discussion with our homie, Ross, about NPCs and main characters and we've also come up with a few other roles for certain people and We kind of just went down this rabbit hole of like firing off names saying whether they're whether or not they're an NPC a main character uh, a supporting character transitionary characters so today we kind of just want to talk about what that means and I don't know (laughs) Why the fuck we're talking
1: about it? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a it's actually a fascinating framework to judge people. It's low key judgmental. I'm not gonna lie, but oh, dude, it's hella judgmental. (laughs) It's pretty judgmental. But behind clone's doors hey, it's all good. Yeah, no, but so so it kind of stems from like the life as a simulation theory. Like if life is just a simulation, which I don't think there's any way to prove it's not then it makes sense that there would be NPCs and main characters, NPC standing for non-playable character. And I think what we found in Florida as we were drinking beers and getting into this discussion is that everybody seems to fall into one of these categories, you know? And it's and for some reason, it was just tickling my brain, dude, To to like talk about people in this way and to think about life in this way, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> it's just, it, it becomes
0: super interesting because you start, like, really looking at people and, like, really, like, yeah, it's judgmental. You're really judging every single thing that they're doing. You're judging their life as a whole <laughs> for, like, this one little thing of, like, nope, fuck that. That person's not a main character, an NPC. Uh, when really there's, like, hardly any validity to it, but... yeah. I don't know. It's just
1: it's just fun. <laughs> I think maybe some validity can come from, like, if you're having these discussions about who's an NPC and who's a main character, it can help you figure out if you're an NPC or a main character. And yeah. here's the thing. If you're even having that question, you're either a main character or approaching a main character, because I don't mm-hmm. think an NPC would even ask that question.
0: Yeah, that was heavy when we started talking about it because I remember we're all sitting for context. It's like 2 a.m. We're sitting in a fucking park. Uh, It's me, George, uh, Ross and our homie Kyle. And we're just all sitting there just diving into this NPC topic. And then we took a second and we're like, wait, are we NPCs? And then (laughs) we're like, no, like we're, we're we're talking about this an NPC would never question whether or not they're an NPC. So I feel like right then and there you're just like, okay, we're at least not NPCs. We're either transitioning into a main character. we may be a supporting character for somebody or we are in fact main characters. And then we started we broke we broke uh, each other down in terms of like uh, the kind of like life experiences. Uh, And reasons for why we may or may not be NPCs. And mine specifically, from what I remember, was I was an NPC while I was living in Florida before I moved. Because I was just living without ever questioning, without ever thinking about anything that I did. I just went through my mundane day-to-day life. And then my transitionary phase was when I moved to New York. And then in New York is where my main characterness started coming out because I started doing things for me. And doing all the things that I wanted to do, and I flourished into main character, and then, uh, yeah, that I think that's just like the very basis level of where, where my category lies. Do you want to talk about how you've gotten to the realization that you're not an
1: NPC? Yeah. So I think that I was an NPC probably until I was. 23 24 and i just turned 25 so oh damn you think you were an npc even then i really do
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, dude yeah when i met you <laughs> <laughs> bro when i when i met you at where did i meet you tribeca right tribeca yep met you when in we Ross. met at, when we met at tribeca dude like that's when i okay so i i hadn't even moved yet but i think that i think my when when the idea of moving started that's when maybe my transition started um and i met you dude and i remember i mean i thought you were a cool guy but like i was like damn bro he's like hella stiff right like you were just like, you were this was you <laughs> hey hey bro sorry guys just cut out uh having some wi-fi
1: issues yeah my npc end. <laughs> my npc self popped up on the screen for a second but okay, so what I what I was thinking um, the the thing about the NPC framework is that we're we're talking about life as if life is a game, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not aware of the game, then you can't be a main character, <laughs> right? If you're not aware you're playing the game, you're an NPC. Yeah. And so when I met you at Tribeca Skate Park, I was so I was almost so engrossed in this YouTube skater persona. I wasn't thinking about it from any outside perspective. I was just completely in there, like droning it every day, like making YouTube videos, not really thinking about shit, really just like so in the zone. So then when, when I met you, I was, I was a YouTube skater. It was like, like, you know, going right into the filming of the videos and not really getting into any in-depth conversation just was all yeah. about
0: skateboarding and youtube dude that's so interesting because you would think that that like human that like trope of a human would be a a total non-npc because right. you're like like self-starter like entrepreneur like social media influencer whatever the fuck but like you are a heavy npc And so I guess that like really opens like into thinking about like how maybe most, or if not a lot of influencers become NPCs because they get like this, you know what I mean? They're just like, they're just, they're just fulfilling a function. Right. Which is the influencer.
1: I definitely know a lot of, uh, of influencers who are NPCs. Um, and so like being a hustler is not, is not the defining character trait of the main character. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, I think it's more... I think it comes down to the awareness that there is a game that is being played, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, many main characters will decide they want to succeed in that game, which could look different for each of them, I think. It could look like, you know, climbing to the top of capitalism or just being very happy. Uh, I think the metric for winning the game can be different for different main characters, but there needs to be like a- anyone who's f- just fully zoned in and not really like I- it's hard to describe. But anyone who's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's just funny, man. I don't know. And I was I was doing it when I, when when we met, and that was after college, so. I think for me I started entering main character when I had an existential crisis. Oh, dude, I just remembered something we were talking about. The supporting character
0: helps helps an NPC become or achieve main character. Right. Well, you because served, that's where I that's where I yeah. came into play. Because you were heavy NPC or maybe like starting to question I mean, I don't want to talk about it. okay. <laughs> no, I think there were a right, lot though. of things in the time that would lead to believe that you were like n p c right. I was stemming from certain things that we were talk about back in that time and uh and I was there trying to push you through certain things like no, George, like you're getting stuck in this like frame of thinking, like go this way uh and then and then that started pushing you towards main character to where now it's like you're like full main character
1: it's really interesting because back then when i was still an npc i thought that i was so i thought that i was so ahead of people in life because of my youtube channel yeah but it was so blind and and it's crazy to think now about i guess it makes sense because you're a little bit older than me but yeah it's crazy to think about how you were i don't know like you inviting me to that bar and like us finally cracking into the real conversations like help me escape you know that that predicament of being an npc
0: yeah but it's interesting because i still think i was i was still entering main character right you brought I me I through was, the portal i was still it's like in a video game where like some there's like a like someone's just standing there, you know, right. and like,
1: <laughs> like that was me at Tribeca Skate Park.
0: Yeah, for the for the audio-only listeners, I'm pretending to be like a like a Sims character or something, just like standing there waiting for George and, to accept the quest
1: and bouncing a little bit, you know. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, but it's like it wasn't until because even still, like our our relationship back then was. Uh, It was it was kind of like an NPC relationship because we were both like on these like separate you know sides of uh, of I wouldn't not the spectrum but we're just like we're just both chilling here NPC like not really like bouncing off each other yet to become main main characters but then when we started having the real conversation that's when like a bunch of like different topics started coming up like those are the conversations that uh, main characters start to have. Right. I mean, we started really talking about our lives. Which is very self aware, which an NPC would never be self aware. Right. And we do. Okay. This is very important to say, I think. While we talk about main characters versus NPCs, there's going to be like a heavy. uh, like it's gonna really sound like we're being very. We uh, sound like, like assholes. We're yeah, like we kind of sound like douchebags or like uh, what's the word? Like dickheads. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> like full of ourselves or like maybe like a little too self-centered. like self-centered or like a little too self-actualized. Right. But but I think it's 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 we don't want to sound that way. We're just.
1: It's just for, to, it's for fun. It's for fun. Yeah,
0: this is mostly like a fun conversation to have. Like, I, I, where we don't know if this yeah. is
1: real or not. And there's also, there's an important thing where, like, you can't judge someone for being an NPC because everybody starts as an NPC. It's, it's impossible yeah. to start. Like, I think any, any child is still an NPC. Yeah, um, for sure. The rate at which I matured, it took me until I was in my 20s. So I'm not judging people for being NPCs. I know that everybody has a different uh, trajectory in the game, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. For sure.
1: And some people may never... Uh, some people may be NPCs for life, and that's fine too. In fact, I kind of envy them in a way because yeah. things are laid out for them, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that. that's the whole ignorance is bliss kind of thing you know what i mean uh for example uh sometimes in my life i think man like what if i would have never gone vegan like like i feel like that's like a that's not a that's not an npc move to make such a big decision like that and then i could have gone the other route and been like oblivious and more ignorant and not have i wouldn't be thinking of anything and i'd just be chilling you know what i mean and i could go get food wherever i want stuff like that
1: right i yeah it's like these days i don't know i look at people and it, and it's almost like i try to discern like in their eyes and and in the things they say Like i'm like trying to figure out like do you know that we're chilling in this game right now like are you are are you a main character or are you like i don't know i di- do or do you have no awareness of that
0: yeah, I feel like you have to be in a certain space in your life to to be able to maybe care if you're an NPC or not. Right, but like there, you don't you don't have to be like a person like we are to not be an NPC. Like there's nothing about being like a creator or someone who does shit like this that makes you an NPC or a main character. That's because what's interesting. you could be, like, yeah. I mean, you could be like like a total like on the like you know straight and narrow path of uh i don't know being a fucking business guy or a tech guy
1: or like a right there's plenty of plenty of corporate nine to fivers who are main characters exactly uh what do you like so i think for me the defining characteristic is the awareness of the game what what do you think it is for you would you say it's the same or would you phrase it differently Hmm. Maybe
0: <clears throat> for me I think it's maybe less about the awareness of the game. Awareness is a key factor, but I think for me it's more so about the 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 openness. Mm. Uh and even this in itself ties back to the things that we constantly talk about when, in terms of like philosophy or like Buddhism and stuff like that. Because it's like an NPC would not Uh, an NPC is stoic but not by maybe by nature you know what I mean but like somebody
1: hard-coded to do their life exactly
0: somebody who dives in and wants to learn about this stuff and has like an open heart open mind kind of thing that doesn't seem NPC to me at all because they're making like conscious decisions I guess that's what it is for me is conscious decisions
1: right conscious decisions it's interesting
0: I mean that, and that falls into the whole fader free will thing that we've been talking about, for yeah,
1: some time now as well. We should probably do a whole episode on that at some point. Seems I mean, we did, dude. Topic.
0: We have we have an old episode called "It's on YouTube." I'm on a browser right now. It oh, says, trusting, uh, "Is
1: it trusting the universe?" Is it that one? It's called
0: "Free Will and Trusting the Universe." Yep, yep, yep. I actually, I actually linked it to Caroline in the Patreon when I responded to her comment. Oh, cool. I linked it to her if she wanted because she went on a on a on a like she just left like a whole comment like really diving into it. and I was yeah. like, whoa, like we've been down this rabbit hole before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? What is it? Anything that I'm doing? Like, am I deciding it? Right. Is it been predetermined? Right. Yeah. And, and we, I still struggle with that.
1: We should read that comment at some point in this episode. It
0: was a really good comment. I mean, I've got it up. If I, you want me to read it now, yeah, sure, why not. Okay, so Caroline says, I don't know how much, okay, sorry, I don't know much about these topics, but I'm interested in the idea of life as a simulation. I've been thinking about how life is like a constant series of choices, what you wear today or where you decide to go out to eat, which job you decide to apply for, what classes you take or which route you take to the store, all influence everything that happens in your life. I feel like I'm making those choices, like it's choose your own adventure. But then I listened to the episode with Chad and I thought about what he said about how much, of the past inf- how much of the past influences us. It's inescapable. Am I listening to this album because my parents played it while I was growing up? Do I have this belief because of where I, where I went to school? Am I deciding to eat this omelet, etc.? I'm torn. Life is a simulation as choose your own adventure seems like it gives us more room to breathe. If the past is influencing us, aren't we influencing our future? It's a great, great comment, dude. That that that's a really great comment, and that honestly is like why I love the Patreon. And like, oh yeah, I can't wait for that to to get
1: even more uh, developed. It's cool that people think about the things that we think about, you know, um, and, and it's cool to know that as we record these, we're we're landing in people's ears who are thinking deeply as well. Yeah, for sure. Um. So. something that popped in my head when you were reading that comment is like when you're playing a video game and you're playing the main character and like you still can go into the house and like change the outfit, you know, and you still decide where to go. But in the, in the metaphor of the, of life as a simulation or a game, the overarching structure of your life as the main character is pretty predetermined. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know whether I believe, I don't think I really believe life is a simulation. I mean, maybe indirectly, like I think the big bang happened and it all is continuing to unfold and we have relatively Mm. little, uh, sway in that, you know?
0: Yeah. I think about it in terms of like, okay, you know how in certain video games it's all predetermined, but it's not predetermined in one specific, uh, route. Sometimes in video games, you can choose to go in separate directions, and that determines the outcome of the entire game. You still finish the game at some point, but you went through, like, a different way to get it. So maybe that's how life is. Maybe maybe there's, like, these all these, and this could be, like, you know, infinite. Uh, all these different ways that you could go, but all of these infinite uh, different ways are already predetermined.
1: mmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense, except I I start to think about all the combinations of decisions I can make. And even if you just add one more person to that, like that, that adds like infinite permutations of decisions and their decisions can intersect and add more potential decisions for me to make. But I but still that's think the universe. That's true, yeah. And if you think about every single person's all possible decisions they can make, that is technically finite, right? Technically, yeah. But, uh, so then every path through the universe already exists, maybe. Well, look at look
0: at it this way. It's like when you, let's say you meet somebody. Let's say let's talk about us, for example. Mm-hmm. We had our own paths that were completely, like, disconnected, had nothing to do with anything. And I came across you on the internet. And I and you were doing something that you had already decided from years before. But I also... The reason I was watching this was because of something that I had already decided years ago as well, which was skating mm-hmm. and making videos and stuff like that. And then I entered... Your (laughs) sounds weird. I entered your life (laughs) and and brought you (laughs) and helped you, supported your transition from NPC to main character, thus influencing a vast range of different directions that you could go in. Fascinating which in turn did the exact same thing for me, which in turn did a very similar thing for the people around us, which now in turn is doing for the people who are listening to this. Right. So it's just it. And that kind of reminds me of like, you know, the universe and like Big Bang and like stuff, you know, energy and atoms and everything bouncing off each other because we're all just a part of that.
1: Yeah. It's interesting for me to think about how I was. I was like running on auto- automatic. Like my robot switch was on A, and I was. I found skating. I, I liked skating. I made videos. And then it just snowballed into YouTube. And so it's interesting to think. I, th- I think you s- seemed to maybe have this budding awareness, like when you had seen my videos on the internet back then. But I was just like. I was on autopilot, but you you saw them and it gave you some realization that like, I don't know, that pulled you towards me. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure, dude, I, I wish I
0: had it, but I have a really old journal from that time in my life, which was probably, I don't know, 2017, 2016. Uh, we met in 2018. Yeah. We met in 2018 and I moved to New York in 2019. So this was maybe 2016, 2017. I was watching your videos heavy as well as some other skate YouTubers. and I was relating heavy. and I remember writing like all I want to do with my in my life is make videos and skate with good people. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted was to make videos and skate with good and have good friends, something like that. because I was very unhappy with the friends that I had at that time in my life. I was very unhappy with my life in general and that's all i wanted. so when i watched your videos like i would i would see in my brain i was like 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 we're going to be friends. Mm. like and it's weird because cuz it happened. you know what i mean? it wasn't in like a creepy way like <laughs> you're going to be my friend. <laughs> you know right. like it was more of like a, oh, like for some reason there was this like this like energy or whatever that was uh I don't know. It felt like something was there without it, without like a physical thing. And, and it happened. And that to me is like, for one, it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And like, we could go into a whole different discussion about that in terms of like, uh, YouTube in general, like my life in that, uh, getting sponsored, you know, by, by companies, but things that I'd never thought would happen, even us visiting the shred quarters together, like all of these things happening, it's like it's like I wanted that and like I got that and I got there. But none of that could have happened if there wasn't like this. I'm kind of going off on a tangent right now, but
1: it's interesting, something
0: though. something feels in that predetermined through. But through very,
1: very, very specific decisions that had to be made on my part right i mean i i think of the idea of manifestation it's like you just to keep with the smaller example of my videos it's like you see my videos you're attracted to them you keep paying attention to them there's something that happens when you pay attention to something with your energy that pulls it closer towards you right Mm -hmm. yeah um i always watch the revive guys um i watched josh Katz from the beginning i ended up neighbors with him in his neighborhood in Brooklyn by accident. That's crazy too. Like, I don't know if, if I, I'm sure we would have connected somehow or another, but things did. And, and it's funny because that was because of you. I ended up, yeah, in, I was about to say, that's another thing. Like that was also influenced because of me. Right. So you pushed me towards uh, Bushwick. And then, so then Josh entered the, the social sphere Mm -hmm. and then we did the street video brought us closer together we did many many youtube videos together um bro it's crazy like that's all that's the only thing i could really say like right and josh is mind-blowing josh is the link to revive who yeah who for me i have that sensation where i saw them online growing up admired them Mm -hmm. and then some way or another it manifested you know not really. What what I think is interesting and I think you touched on it too, is it for me, I don't feel like any of this was really through intentional effort. You know? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
0: It you're are you saying it seems very predetermined? I think so. So yeah, I think that too. I think heavily it's very predetermined, but what I said before is like The only way that becomes predetermined is if we made those very, very specific choices, because even something as like, I mean, and this is a huge decision. When you left, when you got out of college, you graduated school and you had a choice to make is like, do I go corporate or do I go YouTube, you know? Right. And you decided to go YouTube you know, there's the off chance that you went corporate, you still maintained the YouTube channel for a little bit, but there's also the chance it could have died. Like a, a list of things could have happened. Had you have gone corporate, you may not be living in New York City. You may be in a completely time of your life, relationship-wise. Uh, you know, you know, dating back to that time, and. I don't know, dude, you could be living on the West Coast, you could be still in Connecticut, you know, you could be living a completely different life, but you decided to go this way. And then as your decision was happening simultaneously, mine was too. Right. And then those very specific little things that happened
1: led up to that. Fascinating. Yeah, so actually, as you're telling me about my decision of after graduation, deciding between YouTube and a, a real job. I I realized that I think the decision to do YouTube was like my first kind of it was maybe when I was first questioning in that questioning phase we were talking about. So there's I don't know if we fully fleshed this out but there's NPC, there's main character, but there's a middle phase when you're an NPC but you start getting these little hints and these little these little dabs of awareness where you're like, "Huh, like is, is there something else here? And I, I think for me, like my prescribed path in life looked like the college to corporate route. Um, mm-hmm. But but you—that's the thing—is you had nuggets. I had, you nuggets. had these.
0: You had these like nuggets while you were in that. While you were and that's and that started for you as a young age, at least from what we've talked about. Yeah. Because that's why you were doing what you were doing because you had you you knew that there was this way and uh and your parents wanted that for you. Yep. Right? So yep. so you you had you knew that you had there was that way and then you had this like outside pressure that was on top of you for that but then you had these nuggets of like I'm going to skate and make videos to hold myself accountable so that I can skate. And that doesn't seem heavily NPC because an NPC would decide okay uh, I've got this outside pressure and it seems like that's the way to go. I'm just going to go. Right. But there was still that that thing that
1: was like, you know, that kept weighing on you that was like, no, like, dude, dude, like, yeah. come on. What's fascinating is there were nuggets and they, they led me to YouTube and this, uh, this lifestyle of, of introspection and listening to myself and, you know, plot – what's it called character development like main character development was underway but then i fell into the youtube path and and then i wasn't seeing the nuggets anymore and i was just Mm -hmm. uh you know chasing this other thing so then i almost then later had i i saw more nuggets that really came about during the pandemic when like the the game glitched out you know Mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit like what the fuck wow, is that's going a great on?
0: that's a great perspective in terms yeah. of the pandemic
1: i was like and i think it triggered a awareness in a lot of people like a lot of people yeah um you know probably mental health took a plunge which which maybe represents that the game was was glitching there well i was just talking to Kara actually about how i think mental health
0: or having poor mental health being mentally ill is a is a is a characteristic of that is not character. with it with with that is not with an npc exactly I think you're right because an npc and i've met people dude who are like they don't know what anxiety is like they obviously have heard the term anxiety but they're like nah, I've, i don't never had anxiety before you know what that's i mean like npc shit bro i've never been depressed before I've never, and like that's weird like that's, that's fucking NPC weird dude, shit, bro for real yeah that's heavy npc <laughs> On a side of like that being like borderline like sociopathic, I think, like <laughs> that's just fucking weird, dude. Like you've never you've never been anxious? Like that's that's some strange shit. But whatever, I digress on that. But the point is, is uh the pandemic, like you were saying, I think sparked a heavy influx of main characters popping up all over the place. And uh Yeah, I think, and like what you're saying, like that, that was like part of that transitionary thing for you. I think for me as well.
1: Yeah. So, pandemic was pandemic made me see a lot more nuggets. And I think, I think then I started grabbing the rope and and I, Mm -hmm. I peeked through the the simulation or I I maybe saw that it was a simulation and started, you know, really questioning what it is that I was doing. And, anyways, set me on a new path. And that was our, our roof hangs during the, The pandemic were
0: like those are heavy like that's a heavy main character scene right you know what i mean it's like like picture like you're watching a movie or like you're in a game or something like the the dynamic and the things that were happening were that was main character like npc is like the people walking by npc is the people inside their apartments while we're up there and and that's only that's from our perspective because you know that could be totally wrong, right? But from our perspective, like that's the like the thing is fucking happening, and that's become such a like that's a thing in our lives. It's like you know summer twenty twenty, like when shit everything changed.
1: Yeah, and have it sitting up there and having conversations about life, and and that's continuing now too. And it, it it's interesting that we're using we're doing it through the internet because. I don't know when you were saying all that stuff about finding my channel and and the and and watching the revive guys and that later manifesting in real life. I just couldn't help but feel like the internet is tied to all of this somehow, and mm-hmm. I don't know connects more threads of 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 the universe together. Um, maybe maybe is pushing more people into main character than ever before. You know. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. And another another thing that popped in my head through all this is kind of tying it back to um, uh, Caroline's comment on Patreon. So mm. Caroline had said something about like, it seems like the past is, is really influ- influencing us and in making our decisions for us in a way. But then if the past is influence- influencing us, aren't we then now influencing our future? right dude that's a that's
0: a like that's that's some good shit dude like that that last sentence is fucking when i read that just now out loud i was like whoa <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's heavy
1: and so now i'm like thinking oh shit i just started raising my desk <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it's just interesting thinking about the sensation of, of sitting right here on this podcast and sometimes this thing happens to me where I'm just like whoa like mm. how the fuck did I get here you know Yeah, that happens
0: to me a lot too.
1: Um and but but it does feel like we're consciously deciding to to do these podcasts, you know. It does, but it also doesn't. In this moment I'll say it does not. I'm just here for some reason.
0: Yeah. But like In the moment, like where we're texting and we're like, oh, you still on for the pod? And you texted me yesterday, like, oh, hey, I can't make the podcast tonight. Like, and then we're like, okay, let's do tomorrow. Like, we're organizing and yeah, we're making that decision. But, like, what? I mean, we could go back to what we were just talking about in terms of uh, pandemic. Like, the the podcast was born. Yes. uh, Through in the pandemic. Yes, it was. As your thing. And the, I shared that clip with you the other day about my my heavy insistence on let's make this a joint podcast from 2020. Wait, what the fuck am I saying? 2020. 2020. From 2020, <laughs> I was saying, bro, let's make this a joint podcast, and I would bring it up often. I remember, and and now you know, fast forward, you know, two years later, we're in this heavy right now, but the podcast took a. You know, this shit was like dead for a while. Yeah. For at least a year. This their podcast was almost maybe non-existent. And now it's like we made the decision to start the podcast up again, right? Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah, w- well, <laughs> that's the that that's where I'm getting is like I don't know if we
1: did because we we were having social media meetings once a week and then mm-hmm. And then we slowly were like, oh, "What? Do, you know, what if we recorded these shits and and put it up as a podcast?"
0: It's interesting because that's also the exact same conversation we had two years ago when we were saying. I mean, it was your podcast, but I was your recurrent guest. <laughs> like, that's right. It was me every single fucking week, for the exception of maybe two episodes, um, and and the reason we were doing that is because we were finding ourselves having these conversations. Uh, at bars or at, in the park or on the roof. And we're like, damn bro. Like we could have just recorded this whole thing as a fucking podcast because we would dive in heavy. So what, what is it? What
1: did fuck, I'm going to pull a, did our... go ahead, a crazy go ahead. one for you? Go it's ahead. like, it, it feels like there's just some sort of energy the conversational energy is not in our control, right? Right. And and there is some energy pulling us towards doing this podcast, but now I'm wondering, you know, we think we're main characters now, but what if we're just the NPCs that have a podcast where they talk about being main characters? <laughs> you know, that's too meta, dude.
0: Like that's like too much. <laughs> I think like that's, right. that's that's that gets too heavy because. Okay, let me tell you this. It's like. We just talked about the like sponsorship type stuff before getting on this. It's like I'm making decisions now in my life outside of the podcast that are because of the podcast. Right. Certain things. I'm even like I want to buy a new desk and Kara and I are moving. So when I'm like looking at places like I'm looking where can I put a desk like what can be like my like podcast studio type of thing. So there's I'm making conscious decisions when I go out and do that. But those conscious decisions are I it feels like those are like those specific things that are being influenced by something that I didn't fully make a decision on, right? Which was to have this the podcast, right? And it's like we made the conscious decision to change the podcast from dropping in to letting go. That was a conscious decision that we made, but did we make the conscious decision to shift from dropping in to letting go more existentially or philosophically,
1: in a more philosophic sense? Mm. Do, you, do you know what I'm trying to say? I think so. And my predominating feeling is that we just kind of ended up here. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's making it me feel like we're NPCs, bro. <laughs> Bro, maybe we're just he- like heavy npcs and we just like never thought about it <laughs> Nah, i don't think so no
0: i don't think so either. because again
1: we're, ha- we're having we're we're open to the possibility that we're npcs and i don't think an npc would do that i think the moment an npc is like am i an npc boom they're in the questioning or transitionary phase
0: yeah, bro. NPCs just be getting like like run over by cars and shit. Like, right. Like every minute. Yeah, like no what one, are like, the odds? fucking that, running into doors.
1: What are the odds that we haven't been clipped by a car yet? Or I guess you have. But you <laughs> That's didn't not die. true,
0: dude. I got I got heavy hit by that car. <laughs> That's and, true. And,
1: and <laughs> bro, maybe I was still an NPC because that, that was car fucking. Kinda, and you just <laughs> flopped car over like an me, NPC, bro. dude. Bro,
0: I was like. I was like, <laughs> bro, I flew. I, I, went, I went from the from one side of uh, I don't remember what street it was on Knickerbocker and fucking I don't know. I went from the edge of that stop sign to the fucking like sewer on the other side of the street. Yeah, that was crazy. So that's heavy NPC, bro. And I don't fucking know, dude. This shit, this shit, like this shit eats at me when I start to think about it because. Cause it's not something you're going to figure out. Right. You know? And like this whole conversation is mostly just like us having fun and like talking shit, but the whole fate or free will type thing really eats at me and I can, I've journaled about it. I've thought about it intensely. We've had very intense
1: conversations about it and it's like, the one thing that I like about the fate or free will conversation is when I get stressed about like I guess one of my biggest stressors in life is like still is like am I doing the right things in my career? Like should I have just figured something out that makes a lot of money and, and you know, is easier on me in that way. But then when I think about the freighter free will thing, I'm like Okay. If it's free will, I'm I'm doing fine, you know. If it's free will, that's crazy that I'm I'm here in this fairly yeah. happy position you know um and if it's fate then it's like oh well then fuck it you know it doesn't matter anyway i could stop worrying about that shit so much so it actually the fate or free will conversation lends me towards the philosophy of letting go you know the title of the podcast yeah there's
0: a there's a heavy sense of detachment and it's kind of just like you're along for the ride but you still get to make decisions based on like your morals and your ethics.
1: Right. How do you feel about that idea of detachment? I feel like that's one of the main, like when people talk about letting go and shit like that, Buddhism and, and like kind of utter acceptance, I think some people are like, then aren't you like detached from life?
0: I think there's a difference between detaching and disassociating. Uh, Um I've been heavy into dissociating throughout my mental health journey. Dissoci- I used to dissociate like crazy, which in a sense was detaching, but it was an, an unhealthy form of detachment, of detachment, because I was uh, when you dis- when you dissociate. There's a there's a an aspect of not caring, but it feels very uh, defeating when you let go in the when you detach in an in the in a more whole way in the terms of letting go and stuff like that there's a there's a reason that is more holistic I don't know if that's like the right way to word it but it Maybe just it's- it, it conscious it's more conscious
1: yeah when I think letting go it's it's like a and and detachment it's more like a oh fuck like everything is beautiful and everything is uh fleeting yeah. you know Yeah that that's a, that's a good way to put it as opposed to everything
0: sucks and I'm just like going to sink you know right Um I mean the philosophy of letting go is is by far like my favorite thing in the world but I have Dude, I have so much trouble with it. I mean, letting go is not something that is that comes easy. You know, I mean, we have the tattoo, and it's a philosophy that I try my best to embody in my life, but by no means is letting go something that I have fully figured out. Mm. I've been able to let go of a lot of things, but letting go is very hard for me. And um, for me, the tattoo stands as more of a reminder rather than... A, than an acceptance of the philosophy. Does that make, make sense? sense? Sure. Because I can look at it and, and think more than just like, ah, oh, this is who I am. And but now it's there and like one day I'll get there. But 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 I, I do I do practice the philosophy, try to practice the philosophy in everything. You know, right. more so more so in in, in uh things like this. Things like where I'm going, things like where what life is, what life is about, stuff like right. that, and that ties into the detachment thing. And and detaching is very fucking hard because I think I think it's a slippery slope between something mm-hmm. positive and something negative.
1: Well, it's interesting, and and it, and it even connects to the whole fate or free will thing. But I I feel like the status quo mindset to be in in this society is to kind of have a vision for what your path is going to look like in the future and like kind of try to make sure it happens that way. Mm-hmm. And the letting go. And I actually think, I, th- I think I'm pretty good at it. Like I think I'm good you at are. it. I, th- I think I'm so disattached to any particular vision of my future that like sometimes when I'm talking to people, um, like I see the the almost like confusion in their eyes when i am am open to them about how I'm like very open to whatever my life is gonna look like i don't I don't have a ten year plan per se mm-hmm. like i yeah, you know, I feel you on that like the way I manifest my future is more in this in the way that we're doing with this podcast where we're this thing feels natural and it has arisen and and It feels good, and so I keep putting my energy into it, you know? I feel you 100%. Does that... Uh, There's a whole other fucking
0: thing. Like, are you familiar with with hedonism?
1: Hedonism?
0: I don't think so. Or being a hedonist?
1: No. Let me look this up. At least a definition for now. Yeah. It's a person
0: who is in the pursuit of pleasure. And they okay. base all their decisions based on pleasure. And that's it. Okay,
1: so like partying, sex type of thing?
0: Yes, exactly. Partying, drugs, alcohol, sex, uh, even like monetary pleasure, things that just provide pleasure to a human being. Okay. Which I don't necessarily think is inher- is a good thing. I think I don't vibe with the hedonist uh, mentality. But, but I vibe with... A part of it. And I think the part of it that I may vibe with is... In being a hedonist, there's an aspect of of letting go and then uh, accepting the present moment. Right. And that's it. But I don't want to get caught up in the pleasure-seeking. Because that's not life. Like, I don't think life is just all about pleasure. It's like you have to experience the bad things.
1: Well, what's interesting for me is the the bad things are inevitable even if you're prioritizing pleasure you're you're also going to face the bad things because they're just a part of it
0: i just think there's a sense of 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 pleasure seeking that becomes uh it can become toxic because it could lead to a a sense of like avoidance
1: but is is seeking Think a- about
0: it this way. Think about it this way. Let's say you seek pleasure, you have problems in your life, and then you drown them out with alcohol because it makes you feel good. So the alcohol that's not good. is the pleasure.
1: No, that's not good. You know, but, the, what if- but
0: that's not the thing. The drugs is not the pleasure. I mean, the pleasure of drugs is not... That's not good. The pleasure of gambling is not good. It's like there's these very like things that carry a lot of negative weight to them that aren't good. So that's why... Uh, pleasure seeking in that way I don't I don't vibe with. I find that I vibe with pleasure seeking in a different way that aligns more with like a more Buddhist or uh, even stoic way of thinking, which is like taking walks or but I don't necessarily think that a person who identifies as a hedonist uh, finds pleasure in those kind of things because they find pleasure in external uh, superficial
1: things. Okay, it's interesting. So, yeah. Because pleasure can I think can have a pretty wide definition. Yeah. I think in hedonism it seems like it's a negative connotation of pleasure. Yes, but because when I hear the word pleasure, I think like happiness is also a pleasure and love is also a pleasure. Like mm-hmm. But there's also toxic forms of all of them
0: certainly that don't add to personal growth right and and that's i don't know i mean we're we're going on a different
1: topic right now but Uh, that's fine (laughs) um yeah, yeah i mean hedonism is claims that human behavior is determined by desires to increase pleasure and decrease pain It is interesting because Buddhism is aimed at the end of suffering.
0: Yeah, but it's different because Buddhism is more about uh, uh, becoming whole. While I feel that hedonism is more about uh, avoiding that wholeness. Right. Hedonism is more like in the moment pleasure. And the thing about Buddhism is about being able to find pleasure at any moment.
1: Yeah. And the, and Buddhism certainly ha- encourages a non-attachment to pleasure. Yeah. You don't as want well to be as, relying yeah, on exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's 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 a big thing too. Um, which is I don't know, shit's tough sometimes but Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> All right, how do we tie this back to NPCs? Bro,
0: um, I don't know, but on these house tours that I've gone on recently, dude, you know who is a heavy NPC in this world, which, oh, you've definitely experienced this. Okay. (laughs) Fucking leasing agents, bro. Yeah. Dude, leasing agents are like the most NPC motherfuckers I've ever experienced in my life, dude. They just stand there like in the corner of the apartment while you look at the apartment by yourself. And then they're just like, "All right, well, let me know if you have any questions, yeah you know, and then they're like, "Would you like
1: to fill out an apple dude? What the fuck is that shit dude? These people don't talk it is that's interesting because then could you say every waiter is an NPC?"
0: uh, some are some waiters are NPCs the waiters that fucking like you know vibe with you." are not NPCs. Like it's like like think you know the trope of like waiter becoming or working a waiting job to become an actor. Yes. That's Those aren't character. NPCs. Right, that's, that's main, main character as fuck. That's main character as fuck. The the waiter who just fucking waits for 20 years with no uh Chad's Chad's a, a server. Yeah. Is Chad an NPC? Dude, Chad's like the most main character person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Was Chad an NPC heavy when Chad was heavy into drinking and and skating and all that that lifestyle that he was in? That's heavy NPC. Or at least, uh, we didn't talk about the other aspect of it, which is villain. Oh, yeah. And you can be your own villain. A villain is still a main character, but they're not necessarily a positive main character. Right. You have awareness and you're just trying to fuck shit up. Yeah. So, but anyway, the point is, is like, dude, fucking the people who bag your groceries, dude, like, what is that? Like, no disrespect to the job, because I've been there. I've worked that job, dude. I've been, I've done that. I've been the person that bags your fucking groceries for nine hours a day. But I have not been the person who bags your groceries for nine hours a day that doesn't say a fucking word while they do it. Mm. There's a difference.
1: Yeah, I mean so what you're bringing up is the it's kind of like have you have you ever searched oblivion npc on YouTube? No, I can't say I have. <laughs> so it's like these it's like these videos of just small interactions with people in society and it's got like like a like a little video game progress bar on the bottom mm-hmm. and just like these little video game assets and it's got like the the video game music going. Yeah, and so they play that in front of just like a, either a very normal interaction, and it just gives you NPC vibes because of the mm-hmm. music and the and the little icons. Yeah. Um. Or like, or like, there will be like an aggressive interaction, and then like the more intense music will oh, play. Shit, bro, your Wi-Fi just cut out. Um, bro, my fucking Wi-Fi, dude. Bro, you got that swag, Brooklyn <laughs> Wi-Fi.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I'm on that. I'm on that. I'm on that. Uh billionaire
1: West Coast San Francisco Wi-Fi, dude. Dude, if I was on corporate, I'd be fired for dropping my Zoom calls. <laughs> anyway, go back to the Oblivion shit. So anyways, when you describe the the, the bagger at the grocery store, like the people... The thing is, I, I want to defend the employees. I think a lot of them are probably NPCs, right? But... I think a lot of people and and this is what I was thinking when I brought up the waiter thing is a lot of people turn on this NPC mode when they need to play this role, you know. Yeah. But also like that that that's a that says something in itself because
0: dude, I've worked so many NPC jobs in my life. I've been working for a long time. And I worked, I've worked. i worked in retail stores, I've worked in the food industry, I've worked at grocery stores, I've worked at farmer's markets, I've worked at a lot of shit that is so boring and so fucking, like, involves no personality. And never, ever in a single one of those jobs have I exhibited that type of uh, attitude or Personality. I, I've always been the one who, the type of person who talks and tries to enhance the experience of people. I feel like I'm in a fucking job interview right now. But, <laughs> but like, great. I would hire you, bro. But it's true. It's true. I have, I've always, and I've been known for it in my job. People are like, oh, Danny, you like, the way you speak, like to uh, customers and shit like that, like it's very, it's, it's very real. And uh, I used to be called the granny killer at a at a store I worked at when I was like 17 because the old ladies loved me cuz I was so personable. But the point is is um I need to stop stroking my ego. The point <laughs> is is uh there are people like that because when I encounter you know it, dude, when you encounter a person at a store that just is bubbly and they have that energy, you leave the store like, "Oh wow, that person was really nice." You know right. what I mean? Like even on these house tours I've been on lately, when we, when me and Kara leave, we're like, oh, that was a really nice person, you know, like they were great. And like we laugh and we make jokes later on. And, but then there's like the people that we haven't even talked about once since leaving uh, that tour. And it's like, because they, 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 they didn't leave an impression whatsoever. So even in these jobs and in the sense that people can turn it on or off, there still is like this thing, this like overpowering thing or this underlying thing that is, Leans NPC or main character.
1: Right. I I will say like there's a there's this, the person who recommended I read the Artist's Way was a barista. Really. Yeah, that's like a and, uh, no sorry that's like a main character ass barista right there. Who who's who? So the 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 way what happened was. I think I walked by this person one day and then, like, I got a DM from them saying, like, I think I saw you, whatever. And in that DM recommended the book to me for whatever reason. Oh, that's um, awesome. And so I read the book or I, I started reading the book. I don't know. At some point in this timeline, I go to the lo- this local coffee shop and she's there like working there and then we have a little conversation or whatever, but obviously that's a main character barista. That's true. You know who I
0: don't think this person will ever listen to this podcast. I don't know if I should go
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to text me the name? I'll just say it. You can mark this if you want to cut it out. Nah, just text it. I don't want to be
0: editing. <laughs> nah, fuck it. It doesn't matter, dude. Because this isn't... This isn't... Who, who the fuck cares, dude? Like, what are we going to do?
1: Bro, we might get canceled, bro.
0: Do you remember, Okay, I'll make it very vague. Do you remember the person that we ran into at that coffee shop in one of our first meetings in Brooklyn? Who we had also happened to run into them as a person who was working for a YouTuber when we also met up with them at Variety? Oh yes. I get hella NPC. Really? I do,
1: yeah. I get NPC with nuggets.
0: Yeah, NPC with nuggets works. Yeah. But there's a there's a difference. There's a huge difference because think about okay, you weren't there, but I it was me and Ryan and we went to this coffee shop, uh a street past uh uh like by Metfresh. Um, very small coffee shop. And me and Ryan talked to this girl for like an hour. Mm. I wasn't loving the conversation. I was deeply fucking annoyed and kind of bothered and didn't want to talk and I wanted to leave. But the point is, is like they were, they were very like just happy-go-lucky, you know, talk about everything type of shit. And then when, you, when I think of baristas, it's like there's two – there's different kinds. There's the barista who won't fucking say a goddamn word to you, and then there's the <laughs> barista who talks to you. And that goes with every one of these, like, service jobs, you know? And right. the same thing can be said for what we started this whole conversation on, which was the fact that there are influencers who don't have a fucking personality other than being an influencer – Right. Which is what you were. That's right. I was playing the role. Exactly. When I met you, I liked you, obviously. Like, I'm not going to, I wasn't going to judge you and talk shit, but it was different than what I thought I was going to experience because I thought you were going to, I thought it was going to be different, but you were very
1: NPC-ish. Right. That Now, that's interesting because there is, I now, when I meet an influencer or someone from the internet... I know it's going to go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, One way is they are just like... Fucking weirdos. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so mean, but like... They... Interact in person... Using their internet persona. But like you could yeah. tell it's like not... They're hiding something. They're playing a role. And then the other way is like they... They connect with you on that human level when you meet them. And exactly. so when when we met, I was playing that role of YouTuber still, you know, like yeah. the real life interaction. I played it as if it was an internet interaction in a way.
0: Yeah, I remember during that weekend or the time that we hung out, like I remember thinking in my brain and anyway, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I remember thinking in my brain like I want to have a real conversation with this guy but we couldn't like it wouldn't happen, dude. And I don't know if maybe like that's because Ross was also there or if it was because you weren't ready for that kind of thing. Uh, But the most real interaction that we had that time that we met each other was when we skated. And I don't even know if you remember this was when we skated uh, 51 and we made that video. It's your tr- uh skate setup hacks video. And we remember like we were like, the scooter kids are disappear or something. There's like a scooter riding by itself or some shit. And then we played skate on the box and we were kind of being a little bit more funny with each other. Mm-hmm. There was more jokes rolling around, but it was still very like tense and, yeah, it's tense. and it was it just wasn't there. Um, and I mean, that brings up a whole nother thing in my brain, which is like, how the fuck did we connect a year later and then, Form the relationship that we now have three years later. Uh, but I don't know, bro. You were NPC as fuck, dude. That tension is interesting, bro. Um, well, yeah, I mean tension, dude. NPCs, you have tension with NPCs,
1: right? And that's a a, that. That's so that that's very much like what I was saying. Um, when I meet someone and I try to like see it in their eyes if they're Like, are they going to connect on that, on that real level or not? You know? Yeah. And I've met people, dude, who I've known them for years and never have I felt like I got on that real level with them. You know, dude, (laughs) someone just popped in my brain. I bet it's the same person, dude. I don't
0: know. Do we both know them? We do. We do both know them, but I don't know if you're going to, I don't know. I'll tell you who I'm thinking of. <laughs> if it is our brains, oh my are really god! Into
1: similar, it. similar,
0: similar, similar. Okay, let me think. I'm telling. Ta- same. I'm just f- is it you. the same friend group? Yeah. Oh, M. Was that weird to say out loud? Nah. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent.
1: That's an NPC. And the thing is. I've, with this particular NPC, dude, we're we're fucking assholes, bro. (laughs) Dude, I fucking did. I'm actually might smoke some weed. With this particular NPC, dude, I tried for years straight to like have those conversations to like develop it, but they weren't ready, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. They weren't ready.
1: And I would, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you obviously put effort into like dragging me out of the fog. And luckily I was almost ready at that time. So then we you know, we got there whenever it was that we started uh hanging out at night and having more real conversations. But mm-hmm. dude, I bet if I um stayed in that YouTuber role all the time and all our interactions, our friendship would not have developed. Yeah, no, no. And at all. I can actually think of uh other internet creators I know that I've never left, or they have never left that internet role around yeah. me. You know. I hear you. I yeah.
0: A, a few names pop up right away. Oh yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting because there's also that that uh, that popped something into my mind, which is like there are people who uh, are NPC outwardly but our heavy main
1: character more inward. Right. Well, I immediately, again, think of the, the waiters, potentially. True. Like, <laughs> and it's actually, I, I wanted to share this. No, it doesn't really add much to the conversation, but can give the, any listeners something to read if you're interested. Um, the philosopher Sartre, John Paul Sartre or something, he writes about a concept called bad faith, and he specifically brings up the example of a waiter, um, and it's it's when the waiter is playing their role and they lose touch with who they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and basically, what he says in that writing is like, that's kind of that's kind of fucking weird that humans just go around and 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 that sometimes we just play these roles where we we hide ourselves and we act as something else. Um, and we're presenting that to other human beings.
0: That reminds me of people that thinks, take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. The security guard who kicks you out for skating is taking their role way too seriously. Like I understand that it's a job and that makes sense. And we'll leave and we're always very respectful about it. We're usually very respectful about it. Um, but it's it's that maybe there's ego tied to it.
1: Yeah, and Karens. I think of Karens too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that pops into my mind. People who take take role certain roles too
1: seriously. Uh, yeah, and who are just are unwilling to, like, s- sit down and relate, or or you know look someone in the eyes and like let it go, like let the role go for a second, yeah. you know. Yeah. Those are my That's best friends, dude. People who can do that those those are the people who become my best friends. Honestly, same, like. That's, like, when I hang out with
0: skaters, if they can't let go of the identity of a skater, it's, like, I less and less want to hang out with you because I don't want to just hang out and talk about fucking skating, dude. I'm the same. I love skating, but, dude, like, that was what was happening with me and you back then. Is like, I I really enjoyed skating, hanging out, and making videos with you while we were, quote-unquote, working. But for me, there was something that was, like, I needed something more fulfilling in my heart. And I knew that I saw it in you as a friend, but I needed it to to be more real. And that's why I asked you that day at Owl's Head. I was like, yo, let's like, do you want to get a beer after this? Cause I dude, I remember having the thought, which is interesting to think about because it was, it was, it was a very like intrusive thing that was happening, which was like, like, why don't you do something else? Like, mm-hmm. why don't you, why don't you go like, uh, have some conversations that aren't like skating related. And then, and, and it was hard for me, dude. It was hard for me to, to act, to gain the confidence to, to, to muster up that courage and say, Hey, do you want to get a beer after this? Because I was already thinking of like, I was already like, it was very, I was thinking like self-defeated thought, self-defeating thoughts. I was like, he's going to say no, he doesn't want to, he doesn't see me as a friend like that. But, and eventually I was like, fuck it, dude, this is just a dude. Exactly. And we're already hanging out
1: like semi regularly, dude. I think you might be a fucking quest master. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, it's dude. Like, I don't fucking know. I think I think of you like offering me the beer, and then you freeze, and like, and I see the options on the screen. It's like take beer, reject beer. Yeah, you know?
0: exactly. And and dude, and this is something that I don't I don't even know if we've spoken about this. Publicly is like you. I think we have. You didn't say yes. Mm. There, you didn't say. You didn't say.
1: Yeah, dude, that sounds sick. Let's go get a beer. You said. Wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go ahead. I was probably like. I was like, oh, like that sounds fun. Like maybe, like I, I'm a little tired. Let me think about it. Let me go home and think about it.
0: Yeah. 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 A (laughs) hundred percent. You, you said that's exactly what you said, and then we we skated down that path next to Alice head and then you we pizza, skated right we skated from Alice head back up towards closer to where you uh like southern like south brooklyn yeah towards park slope yeah and then uh and then you got pizza i, I didn't eat any cuz it's fucking you're you're vegan, not vegan yeah. so i sat there with you while you ate pizza and i remember saying it a few more times like so do you want to go get some <laughs> beer after this and you kept saying like oh, maybe, bro, like, I'm a little tired. And and we looked up some of the spots in Park Slope to go to relatively soon after the pizza, and, like, nothing was, like, really, like, calling out to you. And I said, bro, like, there's a spot in Bushwick <laughs> called Carmelo's. I've been going there a lot. We should go.
1: <laughs>
0: and you looked at the fucking thing, and you were like, I don't know, dude, that's far. Dude, that was L to the G, my yeah, dude. Yeah l to the g which is awful but you said you were like and i knew dude i was like we're not gonna fucking like this is gonna happen and i went home after that and you went your way and then i randomly i think i randomly got a text from you that said like fuck it i'm down or some shit like that and i was like oh shit (laughs) and then we got ready and then we went and we met up and 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 it was like a whole nother thing dude and then that was the spark of you transitioning at least more so into into main character
1: yeah definitely definitely in our friendship you know we moved towards uh what is it like the main Are cat. you high already? Yeah, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes already are like fucking oh, like really? this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, but you know, one. Sometimes I am still hesitant to accept plans. I'm better at it, but no, I know one thing to my defense is I do think I'm an introvert. I do yeah, think I'm for an sure. introvert, yeah. and so sometimes I just need some that little time in my room. You know, yeah, hundred percent. But then, so that's probably what happened. I don't remember. But this is
0: a conversation that we've had a lot too. Are we an introverted extrovert or are we an
1: extroverted introvert? Right. And you know, first thing is I don't, it's so hard. These, sometimes these are hard cause it's hard to define a human, you know, with any label. Yeah. With that said, I, I need plenty of time alone to recharge, but I love being with people. Mm-hmm. So whatever that makes me, man, that's what I am. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not even fully sure what mine is. It's like, I
0: also need time to recharge but i also uh crave the interaction once i'm once i'm
1: in that too in that uh introverted space for too long interesting i think i do too it's it's less of a craving um but i do hit that point where i'm just like ready to ready to see people something something that's developed for me in adulthood is um i like I really like doing things alone now. I feel you. I feel that. You know, in the past. But also, I w- go ahead, go ahead. Just in the past, I wouldn't even like go to the park by myself. I'm talking like yeah, college and earlier, but now I just love that shit. I love going to the thrift store, walking around with the camera. Um, so that's I feel me like those kind of things. Yeah,
0: those kind of things also are like heavily reliant on like where your life is at the moment. Right. Because, like, for me, it's like I started to think about like now more so like we're looking to live in, like we're looking to get a house. So it's like now I'm more so trying to like get away from that. It's like I like I love the city. I love San Francisco. I love New York City. I love the city and I love the city life. But I'm also like feeling kind of like, oh, dude, it feels so great to like have more space. And for, like, when we're looking for houses, like, oh, it's quiet over here, dude. Like, especially, like, I want to start gardening and stuff like that. Like, I look for more backyard space, front yard space. Like, just, I feel more and more inclined to do those things, like, alone or, like, Mm. you know, with Kara, stuff like that. But I also do know that I do crave that, like, uh, experience of, like, being with people as well. But I find that it's happening less and less these days. Mm. But also, I'm getting older, which is... Another thing. I mean I'm gonna right. be twenty twenty seven this year, dude, in a couple months, so Yeah it's not that old. Yeah, but it's a big difference from when I was twenty four, fresh Bro, in New York.
1: We are youngins, dude. <laughs> do you feel Maybe, yeah. do you feel older than me? I just turned twenty five.
0: You just turned twenty five and I'm about to turn twenty seven. Uh I don't think I really feel that much older than you just because we kinda do the same shit right <laughs> and our are right. you're also more more of a mature 25 year old in some aspect i do think you you have a you have a sense of immaturity in you that i don't quite understand sometimes
1: interesting
0: uh but i but i can empathize because i also had that when i was younger
1: i'm so i current. mean dude
0: you're at the age basically like that i was when i moved to new york
1: right and you've been through you a know?
0: lot and there was a the, yeah, I mean the the a lot has shifted and changed in that time. Uh, does that mean that I'm still not I like, don't have that in me? No, not at all. I, I do, and I I feel it sometimes. But there are certain things sometimes
1: where I'm like, ah, like it's a fucking kid. <laughs> That's so interesting to me. I would love to hear. You know. But then again, like Kara's 23 and she's more mature than I am. That's fascinating because let me tell you, when I was 23, I was a different person. Oh dude. When I was 23, I was a piece of shit. Like (laughs) that was only two years ago for me though. But I I feel like I changed so much every year, man.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's, it's inevitable and it's going to keep happening, but, uh, that's where the whole fucking fate and free will thing comes into fucking play that I can't seem to get a grasp on. Is like, what shapes who you are? Do you decide to be who you are? Or is it fate that is creating who you are based on your past experiences? Like Caroline said, uh, what the fuck did she say?
1: I have an she answer. Said,
0: she says, the past is
1: influencing us. Aren't we influencing our future? I don't know dude. Alright, here's my answer. Let's hear it. Um you you need to have a certain amount of experiences. Those are gonna begin to shape you in your early life. But I think when you hit enough experiences, then you shift into more of a position to be able to decide. You know Is that wisdom? Yeah, I think so. Built up experiences, I think so. That's cool, though. I like that. Yeah, that just popped into the into the old brain. I'm going to write that one down. That's cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, I guess with that being said, I'm excited for all the, the rest of the experiences to happen and I guess let them happen as they do.
1: Yeah, man. And we'll be talking about many of those on future episodes of the podcast. We will. Should we wrap uh, it?
0: I think this is the absolute perfect time to wrap it but did are we deciding to wrap it or did
1: did, oh did the
0: universe did the universe bring us to this conclusion
1: i will say like the the line i just pulled to wrap it i don't even remember what it was it just popped in my head like in the instant okay we want to give a huge shout out to our patrons um i would say here's what i think the patrons are doing for us right now um and this is very honest I think they're making me feel so excited to keep working on this podcast, you know, to yeah. know that we're building a community of people interested um, in the things we're talking about. It just feels, feels so good. And um, yeah, thank you to our paid. Did I say the names? No, I'll go ahead and say them. Just All big, right. big thanks to Hayden,
0: Evan, Brian, Caroline, and Jack. Thanks so much for uh, supporting us and being a part of our community. Like, that's what we're fucking doing this for. Like, it means the world to us that you guys, you know, believe in us and want to be a part of this journey. This is so much more than having fans. This is so much more than uh, being influencers of any sort. This is us truly and honestly building a community of like minded individuals. And it
1: makes me happy and it pushes me forward that was beautifully said my man (laughs) yeah so uh that's patreon.com slash letting go if you want to support us it's 10 Um, bucks a month dude that's one burrito just one burrito out of your month dude right
0: (laughs) okay and we have our fucking uh our zoom call coming up uh this come this this week this next week
1: yeah so once a month zoom call plenty of perks you guys can submit questions we've been plugging the patreon enough let's uh let's fucking i'm gonna probably go to sleep
0: i'm about to have dinner bro i'm starving
1: wow okay we're on different different wavelengths right now oh yeah it's eight (laughs) o'clock all right listeners good morning good night or enjoy the meal
0: yeah thanks for listening we'll catch you in the next one